There's a misconception that we don't exist, that somehow our ability to excel at the highest level of our industry is limited, that overcoming barriers as a woman of color would be insurmountable. But what would happen if we decided to venture out on our own despite everything we're up against? I'll tell you. Welcome to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Angelina Davis, a healthcare consultant, consulting coach, high performance fanatic, wife, and proud girl mom. I help transform female professionals into thriving solo consultants. And just like you, I'm wearing all the hats and doing all the things. So this podcast is to empower the busy female professionals to move past fear to start and grow a successful consulting business, despite the obstacles you may encounter. We'll dive deep into consulting practice, business strategy, mindset, and more. So grab your cup of coffee or tea if that's your thing, and let's get started. Hello there. Welcome to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. I am your host, Dr. Angelina Davis. And today I want to talk about something that I've been noticing quite often, whether I am online on someone's website or maybe following someone on LinkedIn or some other social media channel. And of course, these are all consultants because that tends to be a lot of who I know. But it's really the whole idea of having safe messaging. You know, it's messaging that doesn't really stand out from the rest. You know, you go from the website to the social media channel or any other piece of, you know, collateral information that's out there. And it reads just like everyone else. You know, being honest, there's not much that's different. And I think this is something that people don't necessarily recognize when they're doing. There are a number of things that I have found over time to be the culprit here, you know, those things that we do without really being mindful of it, kind of subconsciously, that cause us to show up in a, I would say, very ineffective manner. It keeps us from really standing out. We're kind of doing it to ourselves when we don't know it. And look, the reason I know this so well is because I have been guilty of it too. And it's frustrating because oftentimes these are very talented consultants that have been working for a long period of time trying to put out high quality work, trying to get their message heard, trying to show that they can actually do the job better than others that are out there. But it tends to be those other individuals that are just louder or maybe they are definitely more creative or whatever it may be. They show up more boldly in the online space, especially, and even in person. They take kind of control of the room if you're at a networking event. And those are the individuals that tend to capture people's attention initially. Now, I'm not necessarily saying that they're going to keep their attention or keep their business, but they definitely do get a lot of attention to start out with that they can use to their advantage. And so I wanted to use this episode to dive a little bit deeper into some of the things that I think may be causing a problem and keeping you from really showing up more boldly 
in your space, whether that's online or in person, and really showing that your business, your consulting practice is different from others that are out there. Because remember, if there is not a differentiating factor, then you, in essence, fall in the category of being a commodity and being seen as just the same as the next person that's down the block. And so we want to avoid that because when we're trying to grow and we're trying to build, especially as solo consultants or even smaller firms, then we need to have that that yes factor, you know, that we need to have that thing that's going to allow us to stand out to others and have the desire there for them to work with us. So I want to run through these, you know, kind of three things that I've noticed and they all tie back to a concept that I want to introduce to you is actually something that I use very often. Uh, and if you follow me on whether social media or LinkedIn, you may have seen me talk about this before, but I want to really highlight how we can change things up a bit so that we can stand out more boldly in our space. You know, when you're starting out in consulting, uh, it's an area where it can really cause you to question yourself, question your expertise, question your ability to help others, question whether or not you are truly knowledgeable and able to be an expert in your space. And sometimes it even brings on this whole feeling of imposter syndrome. I mean, just a whole lot of feelings go into uh, really starting out as a consultant and being able to offer advice to individuals that oftentimes may be, whether they're older, been in practice longer than you have, or just, you know, more advanced in their professional endeavors. And there's some insecurities that may arise. And because of that, I think early on, what we often try to do is to double check and just make sure that everything that we're saying, everything that we're recommending, everything that we're doing falls in line with what is kind of the textbook answer. You know, we don't want to be wrong. And I definitely have been there. You know, when I started out, I remember that I would get certain questions on the spot or maybe some inquiries from clients. And I would spend endless hours just researching reference after reference, trying to make sure that the answer that I gave was completely accurate and on point. I did not want to make a mistake because I felt like making a mistake or misspeaking could completely derail my practice as a consultant. It could make them question me and whether or not I even deserve to to have the job and to be in that space. And definitely as a woman and, and definitely a woman of color, I did not want to be wrong. It was one of the biggest fears that I had at the time. And I think that this is really a very common feeling that many early stage consultants have. And it's normal. It's normal because you do want to be right. You do want to make a recommendation that is going to be in the best interest of the clients that you serve. You don't want to make a mistake that can cause someone to lose their livelihood or cause some type of disruption in their business or have a failed outcome. You don't want that to happen. So it's very important for us to try to do our best and to always be as accurate as possible. But I do think that having this fear and constantly checking to make sure that you are giving the textbook answer, being afraid of being wrong, I do believe that this causes us not to include a lot of the information that's going to be most valuable to our client and the reason why they likely hired us as their consultant. The one thing that you're going to leave out is that you're going to leave out 
your lived experience. So when you do not incorporate your lived experience, meaning all of the things that you have been exposed to, then it's going to cause you to give a very bland answer. There's nothing special about it. They can technically Google the answer. You can really Google everything. And so what you are in essence equating your expertise to is just your ability to really catalog the information uh, that is out there. You know, you're really equating your expertise and your value to your ability to summarize and condense information and really speed, you know, access and recall. And that's, that's actually valuable. There is a place for that. But you must remember that being able to only provide information that's already out there in a faster point in time or to do it in a more concise way, that is still not highlighting what makes you different or your knowledge different. Because remember, you know, consulting is a little bit different from other services. It really is a business of expertise, is a business of thoughts and ideas and insight. And so if that insight is something that they can find everywhere else, then it's going to cause you to blend in with the crowd. There's not going to be anything special that stands out when it comes to your service compared to the the next business that they will run across. And so because of that, it can truly hinder your ability to attract the clients that you want to serve. And so one thing that we have to think about is how do we get beyond this fear, this fear that we have of being wrong, this fear that we have of somehow looking bad and trusting ourselves enough to incorporate our experiences into the solutions that we provide because that is actually part of the value that we have as a consultant. So, you know, I I talked about this earlier, this whole concept of really, you know, highlighting value and highlighting value as a consultant through this whole concept of the value funnel. And so the value funnel is something that I like to use as a way to explain the value of your expertise and how you derive valuable expertise. Now, when you think about an expert, an expert is able to take in a lot of ideas and information and they are using that new information and allowing that information to be filtered through their deep knowledge and understanding in a given area. And so when they do that, they can, number one, explain things better. So when you're not providing any other insight that is individualized to your experience and you're just explaining the concept better because you have a deeper knowledge and understanding of the information, once again, that's very valuable. That can definitely provide uh, understanding to the clients that you serve, but it's not what makes you special enough to stand out. And so I think a lot of times we stop there. And when we stop there and we're constantly just, in essence, summarizing information, allowing people to have a, a more concise understanding, we're not tapping into our full potential. So another level of this funnel, once you get past the, the deeper knowledge that you have, is this whole idea of using and infusing your lived experience. And one of the reasons why we don't use our lived experience more often I found is that many consultants, especially early stage consultants, feel as if they have not been through enough to provide insight based on the experiences that they've had. And this comes from the fact that we often 
undervalue our experiences. We undervalue all of the things that we have been through and all of the knowledge and information that we have obtained over time. We undervalue what we have been able to share and work through and accomplish over time, accomplish for others. And when we do that, we prevent ourselves from infusing this aspect of our lived experience into the solution. And so when we, we're not infusing that in, we're not providing the element of depth and understanding and insight that the client is looking for, because what they want to know is not just the information that they can Google and they can find online, but what they're actually looking for is your interpretation of that based on your experience and what you have been through so that they do not make mistakes and so that they can accomplish their goals faster. That is the best part of what makes your expertise so valuable. And so when we admit that, when we are afraid to utilize that, when we are undervaluing that and not incorporating that into our solution and what we offer, then we're cheating ourselves and we're cheating the clients that we serve because what we're not allowing them to see are all of the mistakes and the wins that we have made over time that have allowed us to have a much deeper understanding and insight into how they should proceed and how they can accomplish their goals. So one of the things that we need to remember is that even if we fail at something, or I would say, even if we have to learn a lesson the hard way, that's valuable. That aspect is valuable. If you have succeeded in a particular area, that is valuable as well. The losses as well as the wins allows you to shape a better path and a better roadmap for your client to get from point A to point B. So I like to give the the example of you know, in essence, just starting a business and getting off the ground. If you were consulting with another client and you're sharing at the, all of the ins and outs of starting a consulting business, one of the things that is going to be really valuable for you to share are the things that worked or didn't work for you. So if you had a particular system that you utilized on social media, or maybe it was a strategy that you use when you started out in terms of connecting with clients. Maybe you were cold calling at some point in time and you found that not to be helpful. What the client needs to hear is why that was not helpful. What experience you had. Now, it doesn't mean that, that they cannot find benefit from doing it if they try, but what you're sharing is all of the cautionary tales and the information that you've learned so that you don't allow them to walk down this path where they can also become frustrated, get derailed and, and even give up. It, you know, it's kind of like what we do with our kids when we are raising children. If you have children, then you are going to want to share all the things that you may have done over time where you made mistakes. You know, as, as a woman, oftentimes we've dated a, a guy in the past or, or a significant other in the past where maybe the relationship didn't work out. And in those instances, we want to spare our kids the drama of having to go through the heartbreak. Now, we all know that they have to learn it on their own, but, you know, we want to spare them that pain, the crying, the staying up late at night, the calling your girlfriends and eating buckets of ice cream. You know, we want to spare them all of that. 
you know, but the only way to spare them some of that difficulty would be for you to share information with them on what happened in your life, the things that you experienced. And that's actually oftentimes what we as parents don't do because we don't want our kids to see us as anything less than perfect. And when we do that, we are once again cheating ourselves of opportunity to bond. We're also cheating them of the opportunity to avoid those same mistakes. And so oftentimes what happens is that people repeat the same mistakes that we made because they don't know or have they haven't received any insight as to what to avoid or what to find in terms of things of those of those things that did work. So it's the same thing when it comes to your consulting business. You have to be open to really sharing your experience and infusing that in the, into the solution. And you have to value the experience that you have had, no matter how young you may be in practice, you have to show up fully. And you want to show up fully so that you can share all that you know so that they can avoid any mistakes. So you know that business growth and financial stability require one thing and that's clients. So that means gaining more clients has to be top priority in your business if you want to survive without being in a constant feast and famine mode. That's just not sexy. So those other successful consultants you see on LinkedIn or Instagram making it look so easy, it's like they have some secret sauce or luck for for endless clients or referrals. But honestly, all thriving practices are built on solid processes, showing up authentically in your marketing and positioning your expertise effectively. In other words, there's a consulting code that you can learn, plug into your business, and then modify so it leads you toward your ideal business and your ideal lifestyle. So if you want to know more and have the secret to crack this code, just visit my description and download the free foolproof checklist to grow your consulting business to six figures and beyond. Because when you crack the code, you'll be able to generate leads and increase profits with more ease. Okay, so we talked about how we can first cause ourselves some difficulty because we are afraid of making a mistake. And because we're afraid of making a mistake, we are not venturing away from what is a textbook answer. And then we talked about how not incorporating our lived experience is causing us not to share the valuable insight that our clients desperately need so that they can make a better decision in their circumstance so they can reach their goals faster and gain success. Now to understand this third element, we want to go back to the whole concept of the value funnel. Now we started talking about how at the top of the funnel, you have your deeper knowledge or understanding, and then you're filtering information through to the next level, which is your lived experience. And from that lived experience, what comes out of that is a very unique and distinct perspective. And this is when you hit the gold mine, because this right here is what makes your expertise so valuable. So it's when you're able to take how you have gained a better and deeper understanding in your industry, in a particular subject matter, through the experiences that you've had, and you can take all of that and develop your own unique outlook on the industry as you know it. 
It's when you can look beyond what is going on currently and really think about evolution. Think about how things are going to be in the future. Think about innovative ways to solve problems. Really getting into this whole element of building an aspect of thought leadership. This is when we have really transcended and moved from just being a, a, I would say, everyday expert or a common expert, the, the numerous experts that are out there trying to make a living in consulting. And you really break through the noise to stand out as that in-demand consultant. You go from being invisible and unheard to being very visible and and in demand, something and someone that people desire to work with. This is your goal. And the reason why that value or that level of expertise is so valuable is because you're offering something that nobody else can. Do you understand? Let me say that again. You're offering something that nobody else can. It's look at I'm doing this right now just with this whole explanation of the value funnel. This is in essence a way to really communicate the depth at which we have to go in order for us to really move from a space of being seen as more of a commodity, our expertise being hidden and us not really being able to generate the business that we desire to then begin to move into our own realm. And this takes time. This, you know, unique perspective is not something that just automatically happens. The one thing that we have to do in order to reach this level is we have to be okay with taking time out to be in the quiet. We need quiet time. We need space. Because the thing about it is, if we're constantly consuming information, if we're constantly creating you know, information that is, is fleeting or that is short-lived, for instance, for social media channels and, and marketing, et cetera, then we're not really tying our knowledge into something that has more depth, something that's going to be lasting. Those things need, in essence, a whole process of evolution and curation so that it gets to the point where it is meaningful. It's not just about creating ideas, you know, just out of the top of your mind that have no meaning. You want them to represent an element of your understanding, something that people can apply and gain benefit from. And that comes when you're able to spend that quiet time in thought, spend that time really diving deeper into reading and taking in higher quality information and just really thinking about how you can use that to create a higher quality solution or answer. That is going to be what allows you to truly stand out and make a name for yourself over time. And so once again, we have to create space for this. We have to create time for this. And this is one of the reasons why, you know, productivity and high performance becomes so important in consulting because you have to manage a lot of things. There's a lot on your plate, a lot of people to deliver to, a lot of things to be responsible for. And you have to also carve out the time to continue to build and evolve your expertise because just because you're an expert today doesn't mean you're going to be an expert tomorrow. The world keeps moving. People become more knowledgeable 
in your industry and outside of it. And so what you know now, what is special now won't be special later. The only way for you to keep up with the industry, keep up with the movement of the world in general is for you to have that space to continue to grow and evolve evolve yourself. And that is something that we have to make more of a priority so that the the solutions that we're providing and the valuable insight that we have is meaningful and is something that drives a level of demand in the marketplace. And so this is what I want to really encourage you to think about is how can you move through these different levels and move from just being the expert that has a deep knowledge and understanding that's able to, in essence, compile information and condense it and summarize it and move to the level where you are sharing very new and and earth-changing ideas that really are going to move your industry along and allow you to make the impact that I know that you desire to have. You didn't go into consulting just to spout out information that people already knew. You went into consulting because you have a appreciation for your industry and understanding of things in your industry and vision and passion to do things differently. You know that you can make a greater impact. And so what I want you to do is just to stand boldly in that, to stand boldly in that, under that. Don't be afraid to show up. Don't be afraid of being wrong. Don't be afraid of being different. These things are what's going to make you really stand out. It's going to help you to grow and to really advance. And once you're able to nail this whole concept of really honing your voice and really, you know, really highlighting your knowledge in a new way, in a way that's more innovative, in a way that's more forward thinking, in a way that's different and being okay to honor that difference to value your difference, to value your experience as being something that although someone else may not have had is meaningful, then that's when you will have the breakthrough that you desperately are looking for and need in your business. So, you know, once again, just to to recap really quickly, there are three things that I want you to do. I want you to, number one, I want you to show up unapologetically with your solution. Don't be afraid to be wrong. Really give the answers and the insight that you know your client is looking for, needs, and wants to hear. The second thing is that I want you to value your lived experience. No matter how long you've been in practice, no matter how long you have been in your position or how long you have been in your industry, I want you to value every moment and experience that you have had because it is valuable. And before someone else can value it, you have to value it first yourself. And lastly, the last thing that I want you to do is to focus on really developing your unique perspective. Schedule time into your schedule to be with your thoughts to really think about how you plan to make an impact on your industry, how you are gonna present things in a different way that allows you to stand out from the crowd so that you can be more visible, so that you can be the visible in-demand expert that you deserve to be. All right, so I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope this is helpful. I hope that you are able to take this and run with it. And if you are interested in growing your practice, I definitely offer a program that I think would be very, very helpful. It's my one-on-one program, Position to Excel. I have the doors open currently. They will be open for this quarter. I've 
moved over to quarterly enrollment. And if you're interested in growing, if you're interested in learning how to really develop your unique perspective so that you can position yourself to sell more effectively in the marketplace, then I have in my description the link to uh, my page for you to apply. I hope that you enjoyed this. Until next time, I will talk to you soon. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to leave your review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe and share it with a friend. We're on a mission to increase the success and longevity of women in consulting, and you can help us do that. Also, I'd love to hear from you, so let's connect at Dr. Angelina Davis on Instagram or LinkedIn. And don't forget to visit ExcelAtConsulting.com for more information to support your consulting journey. Until next time, take care.